0: Welcome to Malcolm Reed's How to Barbecue Right, a podcast where we talk about barbecue, share recipes, and discuss all things delicious. And now here's your host, Malcolm and Rochelle Reed. Hey, welcome back to the How to Barbecue Right Podcast. I'm your host, Malcolm Reed. Got my lovely wife, Miss Southern Shell, back with us this week. Mm-hmm. How are you? You feeling good? Feeling better? Better, yeah. Had a little uh okay. feel a little under the weather last week. <laughs> so you took you took a podcast off and let Mark fill in with us and
1: Under the weather is a good way to put it.
0: Yeah, under the weather. (laughs) I had shingles. Ooh, yeah. It was not fun, was it? I wouldn't wish that on anybody, and I didn't even have them. (laughs) (laughs) Just for being around you with them.
1: (laughs) I don't think I had them as bad as some people had them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I caught it pretty early, started taking the medicine. They give you Valtrex. (laughs) I'm sure you had shingles.
0: (laughs) I don't need to go get tested. I just told you it was shingles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but yeah, it, it was rough. You were in the bed for several days and like in serious pain. It wouldn't, and, then, as it, and it subsided now though, right?
1: Yeah, yesterday I would say was the first day that I didn't have any pain at all. So, well, good, I was back to work Monday. I guess kinda. I tried to get
0: you to take a few more days. I was enjoying it. I was like, <laughs> 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 we was having parties around here. I don't know. <laughs> Shells away, we can party down. We it don't like to having, be so serious.
1: It's like having a sub. <laughs> yeah, it's like having a substitute teacher.
0: <laughs> Mom's gone. <laughs> Every buck wild. A- we was drinking all day.
2: and you know, turn the music up.
1: <laughs> Were y'all really? Uh, yeah.
2: Whiskey runs at 8 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Tyler's going to get cases of beer for us at the gas station.
1: George Strait showed up. George Strait showed up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so we're back at it. Uh, we I are. Took my foul tracks. <laughs> we're back. Knocked, knocked your shingles back. <laughs> you drove, we went to the Walgreens drive thru and you were like, this is not for herpes. <laughs> this is not. I was like, please.
0: Quite You know, how they thought it was. It's like, oh, well, here you go. <laughs> and I handed it to you.
1: <laughs> That's um. Real quick, I want to talk about the Palmer home. Yeah. We're still running our Feed a Family campaign. If you Where get we a had, hi-
2: Tyler, sorry, I uh, will get a number for you. Go
1: ahead. I got it pulled up right now. Oh, we are at six thousand seven hundred and twenty nine dollars. That is awesome. I know that's a, over a fourth of the way.
0: Yeah, and I want to give a shout out to uh, Greg Grimpy on the Barbecue Central show. They he one of his listeners um, donated a thousand dollars, and then Greg matched it. Yep. So that was uh, that was huge. And we did that the last month I was on. I guess that was at the beginning of April, and I will be back on his show. This Tuesday—that's the first Tuesday, right? Yes, yeah. Yes. So I'll be back on there. Y'all tune in.
1: Yep. So, um, we've had Greg donated a thousand because he made a big thing on his um, show. If someone else donated a th- uh, up to a thousand, he would match it. Yeah. So
2: yeah. Yeah. That was awesome.
1: Greg uh, helped us raise two thousand dollars with that. So
2: that's that's fantastic. Yes.
1: Um, Troy Johnson was the other donor. So
0: shout out to Troy too. But they, hey, they they go. Greg and Troy, they're gonna come down and do the. They're in the lead.
1: Yeah, yeah, they that's are. The most money, so
0: they are. And someone
1: else emailed me and said that they are gonna to try to raise five thousand. What? I was like, that would be awesome.
0: That would be awesome. So um, cutting it off at twenty is like that's the cutoff.
1: I mean, if we raise more than twenty thousand, we just sure. keep raising, yeah, until Labor Day.
0: I got you. Oh, so that's when it ends officially, yeah. whether it's twenty or not.
1: Yeah, it will end then. But um, we're we're doing pretty good already, so I'm happy about that um if you don't know we're raising we're trying to raise twenty thousand dollars for the palmer home they help children in need and it takes about twenty thousand dollars to feed a family which they consider eight children so
0: yeah it's they have different houses and what it is it's kids that are like needy or vulnerable and they need to be placed with temporary uh parents for a while instead of taking them to like some state-ran home like orphanage type thing this is more of a a uh, mom and dad home environment. They place them with them. Each one of them, each uh, mom and dad foster parent. I guess they would be have eight yeah. kids on cam- on the on the Palmer Home campus.
1: And they help foster. The, real yeah, they send them to school. Too. They play yeah.
0: little league sports. It's a it's a great thing. The Palmer Home does a great job with them. And we we try to support them because they're kind of here in our backyard. So we want to help them out as much as we can.
1: So if you can give, give. Go to howtobarbecuewrite forward slash Palmer P A L M E R.
0: Or for more info on Palmer Home, go to palmerhome.org. Yeah. Check them out and see what they're all about.
1: Speaking of the Barbecue Central.
0: <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> That's what you're supposed to pick up.
0: <laughs> Speaking of, yeah, I will be on that show here uh, next Tuesday. Yeah. I don't know what we're going to talk about yet. I hadn't seen the email from Greg, but he usually has some good questions. And well, have y'all talked about— Last time, we he ate the reaper jerky while we were doing it. I actually brought some jerky in here today. I didn't bring the Reaper. I brought the Kung Pao Cal, which is like a Asian teriyaki style. I don't even know if you can see that on camera, can you? Bam. And I bought the bacon jerky. And this is what I've been eating for breakfast. This one's the get along little hoggy. It's like a it's like a barbecue seasoning, meats, Wright's brand bacon, meats, jerky. Jerky, a little bit of candy <laughs> bacon. The candy candy uh bacon candy flavor too. Yeah, that one's so one of my favorite. So it's smoky, slightly sweet, bacon flavor but it's jerky. And it's good on anything. You could you can eat it with eggs on toast.
1: So this one is brisket jerky.
0: Yeah, that's the brisket jerky.
1: Kung Pao cow. That was
0: yeah, when I come up with that I mean I, I was trying to think of cool names but I you know I've got a bunch of different jerky recipes that I do and I usually do it with deer meat or you know, regular uh, whatever beef I can find on sale. I was looking for a company that could produce it and, like, package it. And so they said they could do a brisket because they'd done it before. And I was like, well, shoot, that's let me try it. And so you sent them, you know. It worked out, and I think it's really good now. It's very good. I hadn't been to the plant to see if it's actual brisket, but whatever it is, it's super tender. I mean, it is super tender. But it's not cured either. It Um, is a gourmet brisket beef jerky, naturally smoked.
1: I'm not sure if I like the brisket jerky better or the um,
0: bacon jerky better. I'm trying to make sure they got the stuff I said put in it. It's got the allspice <laughs> in it. But... I mean, some things, you know, you add different flavors to make it. But, I mean, it's, it, all of them are going to have brown sugar, honey, soy. Yeah, if it's But sweet. then you got to have the honey, yep, the green onion, yep, yep, the ginger, yep, the spice It's good stuff.
1: Um, I've already had like three or four people say, what, 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 why is Malcolm wearing a hat today? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know why I'm wearing a hat today? Because we're going to a Kentucky Derby watch party Saturday, and I said, I'm going to break my hat in. I'm like, i i got to wear it and see how it's going to look. But I, I bought – it's a Stetson fedora, man. There's nothing it's wrong sharp. with this hat. It's sharp. I like the look. I might you wear good. it at Bivots of May. I've got one of the little round Derby ones, but it made me look like a, I don't <laughs> know, like some kind of old politician or something. Poindexter-ish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I said, uh, you,
1: you need know. a little bow tie that that's spins. right. It's
0: more <laughs> a, It's more like the Porky Pig hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This one's more. I don't know. Distinguished. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> I like Is that it. what you think of? That's <laughs> exactly of what I think. of. looks at All I need is a big cigar or something. <laughs> I feel like a, Yeah, I'm going to go to Cuba or something. I'm the beach. Yeah, I to wear this to the beach. I've always wanted to
1: go to Cuba. Yeah. Um, so we are going to a, a derby party. What are you wearing?
0: I've got. I've gotten some choices, you know, I've got a sports coat. It's a little loud, loud for me. It's kind of like a lavender with a print or something. It's got the little fancy. Material. We bought it especially
1: for the. Yeah, for the Derby. derby. It ain't
0: something I broke out of the closet to wear all the time. I've got some nice, you know, khaki colored slacks or something, button up shirt. And I bought me some fresh Stacy Adams and a belt to match. And But you're. Oh.
2: I got an
1: outfit. I got yeah, a a hat. You got it. You you went yeah, all out. You I got did. the whole derby yeah. outfit. I'm ready.
0: I'm ready for some mint juleps, to bet on some horses. I kind of remember uh, which one I'm gonna bet on.
1: How are you gonna bet?
0: Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna have to go over to the dog track, put some bets down. Get Westman. I'm West. gonna do that Saturday morning. I think the, der- the derby thing starts at like four,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and um, I guess they run at like five. It don't <laughs> don't take it long. But We're then, supposed to be there. What three? Yeah, but there's gonna be a band and it's gonna be drinks flowing and all that. So
1: oh yeah, it's a whole event. Um
0: But I got to go place a bet, so I need to. Anybody's you, got any hot tips on a horse? <laughs> send them my way.
1: <laughs> do you horse betting's always been a little confusing to me because you got to pick. Do you pick three?
0: No, you can. How you can bet it however you want to. I'm no expert at it. I usually just. I Thought you did a trifecta with a horse. You can. Time. I mean. You can do a trifecta. You can bet on the win place show. You can pick three horses. And there's, I mean, there's, there's so many different bet combinations you can do. I'm no pick. expert at it. I just usually, yeah, that horse sounds like one. He's done pretty well. <laughs> His odds are okay. I just pick, I do, do like picking a long shot, like the Derby or something, because they pay so well.
1: Yeah. Um. So I did a little looking up and decided to see what was Derby food. Derby food. What would you serve at a Derby party? You know what? The first thing that popped up when I did a little
0: research—some kind of dip. Oh, mint juleps. Oh well, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, that's a. What would you say to me? A mint julep's kind of like a uh, bourbon mojito. Does it kind of remind yes. you of that? Because yes. It's got you know you got the mint and you it's got refreshing. The, yeah, it's usually sugar muddled in it and bourbon and sugar mint. Look it up. Yeah, mint and soda, something like that. Club soda. Club soda. I've never really made them. I mean,
1: you got to have them in the copper cup.
0: That's like a meal cup,
1: really? I thought that's what it was.
0: I don't know about that. Um, I don't think so. Yeah. Is it? I mean, you're, you're teaching me something there. Vicar.com. What, what is their classic recipe for the mint julep then? Um, it I is. did say Amazing Ribs posted on Facebook yesterday, like the best uh, mint, mint julep, julep recipe. recipe or something. Yeah.
1: This one calls for eight mint leaves, a fourth of an ounce of simple syrup, two ounces of bourbon, mint, and then a little bitters. But right, that's yeah, optional. Get down on all that. I know. So there is no syrup. I mean, not syrup. There is no soda. Yeah. In a mojito, you got the soda.
0: So what's the, what's the, is it just bourbon and simple syrup and ice? And mint. And a few bitters, huh?
1: You muddle the mint in the simple syrup, add the bourbon pack the glass, um, pack the glass with ice, and that's it.
2: It's easy enough right yeah. there.
1: Have you ever made a, a, a mint julep before?
2: I have. It was very different, though. Uh, I was working at Longhorn. They have like a specified list of drinks and Things how you have to make them, and, them. and yeah. it's not really even close to that. Oh, really? Yeah. They, they did everything very different, though. So,
1: How did y'all make
2: it? It, it did have soda. like it, 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 have soda. it was very, very close to a mojito, basically, yeah. uh, just because they didn't want to buy the, any extra ingredients. So yeah. We could make a mojito out of it or a mint julep, but they tasted very similar. Yeah, just one had bourbon, one had rum, or white rum. Yep, yeah. pretty much, pretty much. I do like a dark rum mojito.
0: Those are really good.
1: Yeah. But then there's the hot brown. Do you know what hot brown? hot
0: brown. Is it the uh, it's like a sandwich, right? That they serve—is it has have gravy on it? Yep,
1: the hot—it's um, a hot sandwich. It was originally
0: created it's turkey, at the, I think. yeah, it is. It was originally created at
1: the Brown Hotel in Louisville. It's—it um, it was created to serve as an alternative to ham and egg late night dinners. Hmm. Um, it's an open a ham
0: and egg late night? Like, a, <laughs> like a waffle house. I talk about a, <laughs> Yeah,
1: I guess they had a lot of people yeah. needed
0: to. Sober up after all the mint <laughs> juleps and been out there all day raising <laughs> hell, betting on horses. You need to make something to soak up some of that alcohol. That's what it sounds like. So they made an open-faced
1: sandwich of turkey breast, ham, and bacon, covered in a creamy mornay sauce, and then baked or broiled until the bread is crisp and the sauce begins to brown. Man, I can get down on that. I know. I had one at the Brown Hotel in Louisville.
0: You did? Yeah. Oh, we all went up there for a marathon. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was pretty good. It said, "Yeah, it compared it to Welsh rarebit." Hmm. <laughs> Do you remember we had a roommate that made Welsh yeah, rarebit? He it taught me how to make it.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's basically toast with a cheese sauce. That's all it is. He was a I always thought it. Was, I always thought he was saying Welsh rabbit. I did too. Oh, it's rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> <That> sounds like <laughs> I don't have. It's a like good why is this guy
1: it. making rabbit all the yeah, time? Why does he
0: say it's rabbit? He don't even put no rabbit in there. <laughs> He's making it. That It's like a. <laughs> cheese toast yeah it's like a cheese it's like it's almost like a hollandaise or some kind of sauce yeah. you you know you clarify some butter and you slowly mix in some eggs and you put some mustard in there it so it's like a it was, sauce yeah, it's pretty good it was good and you put it over toast i mean at least that's how he made it i don't know if that's a great <laughs> way or not i still use that sauce i just use it for steaks and stuff like that <laughs> it's better <Yeah>. <laughs> and, <laughs> than bread yeah <laughs> just toast
1: um, they also have a Kentucky benedictine spread. Pronounce that word for me. Benedictine? Benedictine. That's what you're trying to say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what is a benedictine spread? Is it it's, like a pimento cheese?
1: No, it's a simple cucumber, cream cheese, and onion dip.
0: Oh, that's like those little, uh, I call them. A crudite. No, I call them, uh, you know those little cucumber sandwiches that you get at little yeah, but sh- this is, baby showers and things yeah, like that? Yeah. That's what that reminds me of.
1: Yeah, but this is actually I'm guessing that they, you know,
0: serve it with vegetables and dip. Yeah, it's a
1: dip made of cucumbers. Yeah. You don't slice them and put them on yeah. sandwiches.
0: I don't know about that.
1: <laughs> fried chicken.
0: <laughs> you can't go wrong. You know, you think they're serving like KFC fried chicken? I don't know. The Kentucky Colonel. Do you have a good fried chicken recipe? Um, no. It's To me, I mean, we didn't fry we didn't fry chicken. Like if we Fried chicken. It was hot wings or something like that. But like, my granny didn't fry chicken. They would always go buy a fried chicken. Yeah. They could buy it cheap enough, you know. And it's pretty good. Uh, I mean, uh, fried No, there ain't nothing wrong with some fried chicken if you want to take the time and. But man, they use those pressure fryers at chicken restaurants. They get it done. It's perfectly cooked. It's you know they you ain't got to deal with all that oil and everything. If you've ever fried chicken, I've had homemade fried chicken, and it, most people can't do it. I know it, it ain't near as good. It doesn't get crispy. It's all caked on. Batter it up. Just give me and it makes a some mess. Popeyes. It yeah. makes a mess trying to fry
1: your own fried or chicken. Or some Gus's. Ooh, yeah, yeah. you
0: can't beat. You're not going to cook as good as fried chicken as Gus is going to cook at home. Just you ain't going to do it. I agree. I can cook good a good as steak as a steak restaurant. I can make some crawfish. I can do some seafood. <laughs> you know, but fried chicken. No, I can fry catfish better in a restaurant, but I can't fry chicken better in a restaurant. Do you think it's the pressure cooker? I don't know what it is. I mean, it's it's probably has a lot to do with the what you're using to cook it. I mean, if you just if you just got old cast iron pot on the stove trying to fry chicken, you ain't really got enough room, space. No. Now, I hadn't tried to fry chicken in my in my fish cooker. Like where you drop. Yeah, yeah, it probably I could probably pull some decent chicken off in that, but the way you see most people do it or home style, they fry it in a it's not a super deep Cat, yeah, uh, Dutch oven, but it's just like a deeper iron skillet, and they put it in there and they simmer it down. It gets, it gets, and you have to flip it. Yeah. And it's, yeah. It, it's not the skin on it, the, the crust on it don't get near as good as what you, they deep fried at chicken restaurants and stuff. I don't I'm just not a fan of home style fried chicken.
1: I'm with you. I've tried it before. I was going to impress you one time.
0: Do some homemade fried chicken. Yeah. It's not, it's not that good.
1: You cut it open. Those, it, it was still bloody on yeah, the inside. Yeah. I was like, we're just going to get KFC from now on. I'm
0: not I'm not a big fan of KFC. I like KFC. Me give, neither. Yeah. Really? You give me some Popeyes or Popeyes some gusses or some Bojangles, that's some good fried chicken.
1: KFC's.
0: Who's got the best fried chicken you've ever had?
1: Oh, that's tough. Uh, Mama Hamels.
0: Is that the best to you? Mama Hamels is good, but it's still.
1: Mama Hamill's is a buffet restaurant. It's not a chain. It's in Jackson, Mississippi. Actually, Madison, Mississippi, but
0: it's, it's good. just a country buffet. They do barbecue, too. Yeah, they but do But it's not barbecue. as good as Popeye's.
1: Popeye's is good.
0: Popeye's is, is like the standard. You know, you got to get up there.
1: Gus's would be up there, too. Yeah,
0: it's Gus's best. would be up there. Best Chicken. you ever had. Yeah. I've never
2: had Hattie B's in Nashville. Nashville Absolutely delicious. Have, really? you had, have you had it? It's, yes. Yeah. There's that one up here in Memphis now, too. That's right. They did They did. it. Oh, when over, did they
1: open that? I think it's uh, over
2: by half shells. A few years ago. Yeah. It was, uh, it's not, I will say it's not as good as the one in Nashville, but it is still really, really good. We're going to go lunch trip there. Yeah. Everybody run up there and we we'll eat lunch at yeah. Patty B's.
1: Well, it's like the Gus's in South Haven isn't
0: as good as the yeah. Gus's
1: downtown mm-hmm. to me.
0: Now, there's one in uh, Jackson that always, what's the other one? Two Sisters. They do mm-hmm. it. That's a good one. It does a good fried chicken. It's, that- like, it's more. It's more of the it's not as good as Popeyes, but it's good. <laughs> and then the one that always wins the best in Jackson is like the Julep, or what's the name? They of that closed place? that place. Oh, did they? Yeah. I had their fried chicken. It wasn't the best I ever had. They, uh-uh, said uh, they put a nice rosemary steak.
1: honey on top.
0: Yeah, and I never like to that. chef up some fried chicken. Just fry good, light crust. I don't want the super thick. But you're not trying to make uh, country fried steak. That's the that's, when I think of like home style grandma fried chicken. It's always got that thick batter, like a country yeah. fried steak that wants to flake off. It doesn't really get super crispy. I don't want my chicken to be
1: when you bite in it, lightly the battered, is, yeah,
0: and it's got all crunchy and got all the crevices and all that, and it's super crispy. I guess KFC calls it the original recipe or something. I don't I'm not a fan. I'm the extra crispy man. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, I think yeah, I don't right. even know if they still do that. I guess they do. I don't know. Had, they always had two style it. of chickens. I'm a fried chicken connoisseur. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm not. I love fried chicken. It's like, probably one of my favorite things. I mean, chicken wings. If I had to give them a choice, I'm going to go wings. Yeah, yeah. The fried chicken's up there. We had it every Sunday, usually. I mean, typically, we had fried chicken a lot at my house. That my is kind of a- She would make the sides and go pick up the chicken. Yeah. So that's what we uh, That's when I started being and you, and I'd ask you if you want to get fried chicken on Sundays. That's what. So you got to make some sides. I'll go get the chicken. <laughs>
1: um fried green tomatoes that was the then another thing oh
0: that i know that. that's a see i wouldn't think it's of it in may i mean i guess people most people just got their gardens in a month ago that's true so, or not even that i mean you wait till after easter puts put in tomatoes in. how do they get tomatoes and how do they get tomatoes in kentucky this early it's got to be colder there this i ain't buying that someone <laughs> made that up
1: it sounded good to me i yeah. put it on the list um, if it was like Memorial good, Day, I could say I'm yeah. having
0: some green tomatoes.
1: Do you have a recipe for fried green tomatoes?
0: Do you? There ain't nothing. I mean, nothing to it, dude. A uh, little flour, a little egg wash. Breadcrumbs. Little, little, Breadcrumbs, uh, cornmeal mix. Yeah, a yeah, little cornmeal flour mix, something like that. That's
1: what I like to do. I'd like and to from. You,
0: yeah. But, flour Like first? some of them. You know, what makes a fried green tomato so good is a comeback dressing. I said, And you, <laughs> you can't know about I mean, your comeback dressing, Man, that's some jam-up stuff.
1: You can get by with a good ranch,
0: but a comeback is the Comeback's best. Comeback's what makes it, yep. yeah. Got Have you ever had comeback dressing? I have. You know, you know anything about it?
2: Delicious. Like homemade yeah. or like out of a bottle? Uh, well, I've had a restaurant comeback ranch, oh, which I'm assuming yeah. they made, but I'm not. Yeah, a,
0: yeah. Uh, probably so. It's like real I've, comeback is like. Chili sauce. It's got to have the mm-hmm. chili sauce in it. It's got to have the pickle relish in it. It's got to have all the good stuff to make it. It can't just be like kick doctored up ranch.
1: It's like a tartar sauce that has got a chili. Uh, yeah.
0: It's, Do you think? Would you say tartar sauce or more like a remoulade without the Cajun seasoning?
1: Probably a remoulade. It's kind of like a yeah. remoulade
0: with soul seasoning instead of Cajun seasoning.
1: Yeah.
0: So they don't have the the, the that's time a very good point. The, yeah. The cayenne, you know, it's kind of seasoned. It's good. Yeah.
1: It's really good on fried fades. Like oh, yeah. fried, fried onions. Fried okra? Man. And I've never had one out of a bottle that was Onion worth rings? anything. No,
0: they can't make it. Homemade's the way to go. It does have a little Worcestershire in it too, usually. You put ketchup in it too, or is it just chili sauce? I just like use chili, chili sauce. Heinz
1: chili so. sauce. What's the difference between a chili sauce and a ketchup?
0: I don't know. <laughs> Honestly don't. They made I mean Heinz. <laughs> You think of the product, the Heinz ketchup's like the gold standard, but then the chili sauce is like, I guess it's made with chilies. Why would they call it that? I don't
1: don't know. know.
0: It's got to have some ketchup in it, some tomato. It's got a tomato element to it, but I don't know what makes it. When you think of Heinz, what's three products do you think of? The chili sauce?
1: Somebody says that uh, ketchup contains onion and garlic, but chili sauce contains dehydrated onions.
0: So it's basically a ketchup? Then they've got the fifty. It's basically salts. a spicy ketchup.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um. The next one was buttermilk biscuits, and I know you got a oh, good yeah. recipe
0: for that. Yeah. My mama taught me to make buttermilk biscuits a long time ago. So how do you make yours? And I just need some flour, a little bit of, a little bit of flour, pinch of salt, pinch of sugar, cut in some fat. Usually I use uh, either my mom uses vegetable oil or, or peanut oil, but I sometimes I like to use butter. Like I'll put a stick of butter in the freezer. Grate it with a box grater and then cut it into the flour until it's kind of crumbly. Start adding your buttermilk till you get the right consistency. Stir it up. Turn it into dough. Don't work it too much. The whole secret to make a good tender biscuit is not to overwork it. You just stir it enough enough, enough whoops with a big old spoon <laughs> to get it to come together. And as soon as it comes together, I'll turn it out, flour surface, add a little bit extra flour, work it, knead it just a little bit, and then just start cutting it out with a little biscuit cutter. My mom does drop biscuits all the time, just like yeah. a quick version of that. She just stirs it together in a bowl and takes a spoon, and drops them in a old 10 inch iron skillet with a little bowl in it. Those are good, but I prefer the ones that you cut out. I think they they make a prettier biscuit. They drop make. biscuits kind of ugly and kind of and get gets crumbly. hard on top. Yeah. But when you cut them out, I like, I put them in, so I put my oil in the iron skillet, usually warm it up a little bit. Now I'll, I'll put the biscuit in there and then flip it over. It's got oil on both sides, and that'll make it brown. And then right before they get done, I'll come back and put a brush them with some melted butter on top too. Man, they're so good.
1: Uh,
0: I got some biscuits down. You ain't gonna mess with my biscuit
1: game. <laughs> oh no! During quarantine, it was like you know you were biscuits. looking for stuff to do, and you started working on your biscuit game.
0: Oh yeah, my biscuit game's strong. Ain't a <laughs> lie. It was hard. I'd whoop up some biscuits. Um, I mean, I can do much, but I can make a I can make a pan of biscuits and a pound of cornbread.
1: Ham. You got to have a ham. Yeah. Especially if you glaze it with some Kentucky bourbon.
0: Man, that's a, ooh, that's a, we should have done that yeah. uh, for a YouTube video this week. You've
1: Kentucky, got a bunch of ham yeah. recipes, And you have one with a bourbon.
0: Oh, do I have a bourbon glazed mm-hmm. ham? I'm pretty sure. Well, I probably do. Oh, yeah. I think it was a compart ham that I did back in the day with, it was like a praline pecan, bourbon, mm-hmm. bourbon praline pecan ham. That one was a carving ham that I got from them. I don't know if it was from compart or not. But it was a carving ham, and man, that was a great ham. It was, so it didn't have a bone in it, and it was kind of like a big, giant brisket, flat or point, you know, where you could just slice it. But it's ham. And I highly suggest those. It Smith- was
1: very good.
0: I think Comport had one. I know uh, Smithfield used to sell them. They are fantastic.
1: It doesn't even look like a ham. It almost looks like a turkey breast, the size. And yeah, shape the way that they, they did is. it, it's yeah. like they
0: didn't jet net it or they didn't try to shape it too much. It's like a, a one of the natural sides of Ham, they just kind of cut it on that one side of the bone so it falls off. It wasn't pick one piece.
1: You actually use Woodford in that recipe. Yeah. Man, that was, did
0: I do that? I've had to have done that around the Derby, probably. Maybe.
1: I can tell you when you did it.
0: It was in our old house. Woodford makes a fine drink.
1: It was 2016, but it was March 24th, 2016. Yeah, that was before Easter
0: then. That year, probably. Deviled eggs. Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) <laughs>
1: yes.
0: <laughs> devil, is that a derby food? I didn't know that. We were going to have a der- deviled egg contest here. Got, I, got egg I got a good deviled yeah. egg game too. I got a good deviled egg game. Tyler, you were wanting to get in on the deviled eggs too. You was so going to make
1: Fryers, weren't you?
0: No, he was going to make some kind of. Uh...
2: I told everybody a lot of different things. Yeah. asked What I was going to do. But I'm still looking forward to it. We're going to do it one day. Yeah, <laughs> we are. We got to do that deviled egg contest.
1: The key to deviled eggs, to me, is don't get them too runny.
2: You can't. Oh,
0: that's what ruins them. Yeah. First, you got to boil them right. You got to yeah. make sure.
1: So tell me that, your, tell me your egg boiling method, because this is important.
0: This is. I start with cold water and eggs, and then I put it on stove, and then I bring it up. And when it starts, when I first say it start boiling, I take it off the heat and I set a timer. That's how I do them.
1: I put a lid on it and set a timer.
0: Yeah, and then what? Ten minutes. Ten to twelve. That's, yeah, that's the perfect hard boiled stage. And you won't get that – your yolk won't turn green around the outside. A lot of people put it in there and they boil, get it boiling too hard or whatever. You got to start them out with cold water.
1: Why so, do you start them out with cold water? What's the point of that? I guess
0: it don't cause that chemical reaction, that like gas in them, or something to build up or is what I've heard. Something, it's something like oh, that. Oh, really? Stop the egg from cracking. Right? Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I thought it might be so it t- changes temperature gradually. Yeah. Because if you dropped a cold egg into a hot bowl of water, that's a big temperature change. Yeah. Yeah. If you put a cold egg in cold water and started bringing it up.
0: That's how I do it, though. It don't take long.
1: Yeah. It always gives you
0: the perfect. Perfect, real bright, yellow, vibrant, and the eggs peel really easy. Then I just run them under cold water, shock them, and then just kind of peel them under the water, get the shell off.
1: I've tried putting vinegar in my. um
0: To make them peel a little. Yeah. Did it work?
1: It did. I've only, I haven't tested it enough. Like a to, splash
0: of vinegar? Just. I,
1: like a tablespoon. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I, the time I did it, it worked really well. But I hadn't done it since then to keep testing the hypothesis.
0: <laughs> Does it work? Well, let's boil some eggs this weekend, then. I can get down on some deviled eggs. Yeah. I like them, man. When you get on top of the fried oyster, and they got a little, you know, remoulade over that oyster. Or, uh, stand, a, standard old deviled egg is you're taking you're talking super duper yeah. egg. Standard deviled old, egg. standard old deviled eggs is just egg yolks, pickle relish, mayonnaise, little mustard. Maybe seasoning. some diced jalapenos, some seasonings. Yep. Pipe it back or spoon it back into the half an egg and then top it with jalapeno, pickled jalapeno is what I like. Or bacon. Mm, bacon's good, too. I like to yeah, do bacon yeah. crumbles yeah. sometimes. I'm just talking like textbook jalapeno and then sprinkle it with a little bit of barbecue rub. That's how I do it.
1: That's how you do No I paprika? Barbecued.
0: Nope. I, like, I use my barbecue rub. Well, there's, there's a lot a of- There's a recipe bar- on that.
1: Yeah, you do. But you
0: have to watch like if you put too much mayo or too much mustard or don't get your don't strain your pickle relish like I like to put my pickle pickle relish through a wire strainer and then, you know, take a wooden spoon, stir it all around, get all the moisture out of your can because it'll make it'll make the uh the filling runny. Yeah. And that's what you're talking about if it's soupy Yeah, it doesn't look good. I
1: always mix everything together first, and then I slowly add in my mayonnaise as my last ingredient because the mayonnaise will get you— start
0: it dry and try to keep it on the dry side. Yeah, until
1: you—and then once you get it, you know, your seasonings and your relish and everything all mixed in, then you slowly add a little mayonnaise to you get the consistency. Mm -hmm.
0: Have you seen the ones where they take all their eggs, they kind of beat them up like scrambled eggs, and then they bake them, and it turns it into, like, this one, like, little egg block, and they cut them out in squares— and then do they, you
1: scramble them? You open them and scramble yeah, them. That's
0: kind of how they did it. And then you yeah. bake them. And it was like in a casserole dish, and it turns it out, cut them in squares.
1: You and could you come can, back with your um, buttermilk cutter, your biscuit cutter, yeah, cut them in rounds. You cut them yeah. in rounds. You could. What they do with them when after they cut them into put, squares? Put some of
0: the piping on top. It just looked like a little fancy, oh,
2: you know, fru food up way to do deviled eggs. Oh, you seen it, Tyler? You seen yes. Yes, you had yeah. them? Uh, no, I've never had them, but I have seen them on TikTok. Yeah. That's where I saw people doing it on TikTok.
1: I like that idea.
2: I don't know. I,
0: I just like the old traditional half an egg. I always boil extra because I'll take the whites without the yellow, put TX all over them, and fill the little well up with hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> have a Miller Lite on hand to go with that? Man, you can knock out a half dozen eggs No.
1: Why does eggs and beer go together? Please? I don't know. <laughs> it's just something that's supposed
0: to go together. Uh,
1: Burgoo. Kentucky
0: Burgoo. Burgoo is kind of Kentucky's version of. um Gumbo. Uh, kind of. Kind of a gumbo. It's a stew. I was thinking more like Brunswick stew. You know, they got Brunswick stew over in yes, Georgia and South Carolina. They, uh,
1: well, is Burgoo is like runny as a Brunswick stew because a Brunswick stew is very. Brunswick, I've had Brunswick
0: to where it's soupy. And I've had it to where it's like yeah, a stew. Soupy. Yeah, but to me, it's more of like a, it's a meat soup. It should. I mean yeah. you know, I've never had an actual Kentucky burgoo. I just know what it is. It but that's says, what it is. They probably they use mutton in it. This says traditional long simmer. Probably put possum and whatever. <laughs> well, that's what it's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed that's what to Brunswick hide- stew. Yeah, is. The first Brunswick stew recipe I ever got. That's what gumbo is. Come from my neighbor who was. Grandma, he was from Georgia, and his grandma, Brunswick Stewart, had it in this old cookbook. It was like handwritten, and it was like, You need three rabbits and three yard chickens, and you got to have so much coon meat. And it was like, <laughs> it's like, man, can we just substitute like chicken, barbecue, pulled pork, yeah. maybe some brisket? I'm not putting rabbits and stuff. I got to go catch three rabbits. <laughs> it's a, a couple on. yard yeah, chickens. Yeah, a couple yard chickens. Pluck them real good. <laughs> some coon meat. You need one healthy coon, boar coon. Preferably, in <laughs> uh. the eight pound range. <laughs> I don't know about that. Is that, but yeah, read me the burgoo. So, what's in the burgoo?
1: Traditional long simmered Kentucky stew with a variety of meats and vegetables. Beef and chink beef and chicken mingle in the pot along with potatoes, onions, cabbage, tomatoes, carrots, corn, okra, butterbeans, and bell pepper.
0: That sounds like that sounds like uh, it sounds like, uh, Brunswick. Brunswick, yeah. yeah. You had barbecue sauce and ketchup. Does it have barbecue <laughs> sauce and ketchup in it? <laughs> I bet some of them do. Yeah, it does. They have corn in it. Yeah, corn. Yeah, okra, carrots. I would eat it. I mean, I think. Oh yeah, try it. Yeah, I, it.
1: Yeah. Um, I just love Yeah, I love Brunswick.
0: We had that. We had something like that every week. That's what. That's what <laughs> they call cleaning out the fridge. It could be everything in it. There might be macaroni and cheese in there. Spaghetti. You're gonna have the leftover, whatever was left over in the fridge, turned into. Goulash—that's Goulash. what my mom Goulash. called it. Yeah. Goulash. I hated it. I think my mom just called it vegetable soup. It was. <laughs> it might have pot roast. It might. You know, you never know what's going to be in there.
1: Yeah. It always tasted
0: yeah, okay. it yeah. doctored up, and then you had that until it was gone. So that's what I don't. That's why I don't like leftovers. So there's
1: it always um, turned into
0: some kind of soup that you had to eat on another week. Is that why you
1: hate leftovers?
0: Yeah, I ain't having to rehash them.
1: Uh. There's also a Kentucky Derby chocolate walnut pie. It was invented at the Melrose Inn in Prospect, Kentucky, and it's a tra- it's been a tradition of the race for 70 years.
0: never had a walnut pie. I
1: know. I've had a, a chocolate bourbon pecan, chocolate pie. Yeah,
0: or bourbon pecan, chocolate yeah. pecan pie. Or just a, yeah. So how do, how do they do? Is they put walnuts? Is it a lot like making a pecan pie? It's a lot like, it. in the picture, it looked a lot like a pecan pie. My problem with walnuts is they're bitter.
1: I know. I don't like walnuts at all. No.
0: You want me to imagine? Pull it up? I imagine it's butter, sugar, walnuts, and it looks a lot like a... some eggs, and yeah. then mix it all up and pour it in the pie crust. and
1: It looks like a chocolate pecan.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I'd try it though. To me, when I think about dessert, like a Kentucky Derby type dessert, bread pudding with a whiskey sauce to me,
0: that would be one. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Man, I did so. Last, was it last week on TikTok, Tyler, when I did the strawberry thing? We ain't released uh-uh. hadn't released it yet. Hadn't released it. But it was like, it ended up turning into a bread pudding. I didn't mean for it to. I didn't know what it was going to be like. It was one of these dump dump things that I do. So I've been, you know, what I the first one was like the was you did a, cinnamon a roll Jack, first.
1: No, you did a Jack Daniels pecan cobbler.
0: Yeah, it was kind of like a dump cobbler. Yes. So this was kind of like a dump cake. But I put these strawberry cinnamon rolls in the bottom of the casserole dish. And then I poured in like half um sweetened condensed milk and evaporated milk. Then I put in like a whole cake mix. No, I put in strawberry pie filling. Then I put in like this whole white uh just a classic white cake mix, Betty Crocker style.
1: And then it put mixed then it. put
0: two sticks of butter cut thin all over the top. Didn't mix nothing. You just kinda of layer it in there. And then man, it started cooking and bubbling and it was supposed to come out like popover style. I was like, God, this is gonna be a train wreck. <laughs> and then you take it out because you you don't want it to cook it to where it's hard. You got to cook it to where it's soft where it sits. And so when you tried it, to me, it was just like a strawberry bread pudding or something. Kind of, it was like yeah. it wasn't the prettiest thing, but man, I drizzled it back over this cream cheese icing that come, strawberry cream cheese icing that came with those cinnamon rolls. I was like, dang, this is
2: good. was so good.
1: Yeah, it was good. It was good. If you would have had like instead of using a strawberry pie filling, use like. Some real strawberries. strawberries or something laid in there. That would have been. That's so what it worked work. I could
0: turn that into a straw. I've never seen a strawberry bread pudding, but that's an easy way to do
1: one. Yeah, it is. Um, work on that. But you did the Jack Daniel's cobbler, and you did a white chocolate whiskey sauce.
0: That was your. Ooh, that's good stuff. <laughs> it <laughs> so is. So it's like I looked. At, I had to. Uh, Chris, my, one of my trigger reps, called me. and like, "Man, do you will y'all share that white chocolate?" Uh, Saw that whiskey sauce recipe. I was like, yeah, we'll share It's already,
1: I think it's already it's on already the
0: website. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it is, is butter, Did you send it to him? butter, and whiskey. So you take some butter, put it in a saucepan, start melting it, add a shot, a good shot of Jack Daniels or whatever whiskey you want. And you just cook it till the butter starts to brown. The whiskey cooks off. Add some heavy cream to that, take it off the heat, just let it come to a slow simmer. You don't want it boiling. Well,
1: I'll let my then, cream get warm.
0: Yeah. And once that's bubbling, you take it off the heat and add like, a whole bag of white chocolate chips, a little at a time until mm-hmm. it melts into a sauce. Then you put a little pinch of salt in at the end.
1: And I put a little pinch of cayenne. Not enough that you know it's hot. So just, uh, but it leaves hmm. like, it almost like leaves a little lingering on the back of your tongue, you know? Yeah.
0: yeah. And it's, I just, it can't be good for you. Oh,
1: it's so good. It's so good. It's so good for you. It makes you so happy. Yeah,
0: you could probably <laughs> put that over biscuits and then be good.
1: You could head. do anything
0: with it. Bourbon biscuits. It's
1: one of my, I love a good, uh, Bread pudding, especially when you got a good sauce on it. Um,
0: That's what we call white chocolate gravy. Do <laughs> you know how they, <laughs> Ch- have, they have chocolate, chocolate gravy. gravy? Yeah, that would be it Would be good on biscuits.
1: I would try it. Promise um, you. Why, so, mutton. Why have you never cooked a mutton recipe? Because
0: I really don't like lamb. <laughs> I sure don't want to eat some old sheep. <laughs> is that what mutton is? <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I was going to ask you
0: what's guess the guess it is what it is, ain't it?
1: What's the difference between a mutton and a lamb? It's old. <laughs> so, how do they serve it? Does it? Is it like falling apart or is it? Yeah, like... I think
0: they chop it up, like cook it, yeah. through, it's all falling apart. And... Do you make like a sandwich? Yeah, yeah. You, I'm sure you've ate a bunch of it, didn't know it. Yeah, but we Gaste call it Taste them old sheep. Yeah, it's the same <laughs> thing. It's good. Too. As far as I know, it is. I don't get my particulars, but I'm pretty sure mutton is an old sheep.
2: Yeah, mutton is meat from a sheep over two years old and has less tender flesh. That's yeah. right. So, it's old.
0: So, they just. I don't know what Break the life of, of the life expectancy of a sheep is, but it sounds to me like they kill them in their past their prime, <laughs> eating them, <laughs> or maybe that is their prime. I don't know, but lamb is, I mean, bad. And I mean, there's some lamb I can eat, but sometimes it's just I don't know. if It's not gamey. It just has a weird. It has a like I love a deer. Unique flavor. I love you know venison. Yeah, but it doesn't. The lamb has its own little. I know. Uh, I've and- had some good lamb, but I've never had any that just like.
1: Either That's you it. like that lamb flavor or you don't is what I've noticed. What do you?
2: Are you a lamb? I yeah, I do love lamb. I do. I, I yeah. do. Like lamb, like a good lamb chop and mm-hmm. stuff. I can't. I've got especially when it's rare. I need to cook for y'all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we ate a lot of it. It was just called sheep.
2: Yeah. What do y'all
0: eat? Sheep. We eat sheep. Or we eat goat. <laughs> now I've had goat, and goat's not bad. I prefer. Yeah, you know.
1: I prefer goat's okay. Sheep or venison? Yeah.
0: It's Just like a goat. more had, had goat head, kind of like a curry goat head, before at that Vietnamese restaurant, and was it Tandine? Yeah, outside of New Orleans, Bettery, but man, it was it was pretty good actually. I had the eyeballs to it and everything. Still goat <laughs> heads, cooked down the curry sauce.
1: But you ate it over rice or something, like you yeah, put it. You yeah. pulled out. It was like family style. That's
0: right. Got you yeah. some of it and some rice and ate it with chopsticks. Yeah.
1: I used to hate curry, but now that I'm older, I guess I've.
0: I found a new appreciate place it. down in Como. Man, the Thai oh. Hut! If you ain't been to the Thai Hut, I went last Tuesday. You ever been to the Thai Hut? No, but I keep meaning to Man, go. You've yeah. got to go. you have got. I've got to take you to the Thai Hut. You'd love it. They had these spring rolls and pot stickers, and then they had the Tom Kai soup. And
1: What'd you got, end up getting? I ended shrimp
0: pat thai, thai? thai. We did, they, but they had. They've got a. uh, a curry mahi dish that I want to try. It's like one of their signature dishes. I'm Ooh. going to have to go back and try it with you.
1: Everybody raves about their pineapple fried rice.
0: That was one thing. Uh, we did try that. We got like that for the table. It was pretty good. It's like a, we got all vegetables instead of meat in that one. So it was kind of vegetarian. It was really good. It was real fresh. Like everything there had fresh ingredients. Like the pineapple you know, tasted fantastic. And then the the carrots and the basil and all the stuff they use was just super, super fresh.
1: That's why I like Thai food, because it has that fresh, intense...
0: Mm-hmm. It's not complicated. By any means, it's just, you know, basic... The basic ingredients, they use rice and rice noodles and things like that. The sauces they make, so that's what's good. I know. I love it. Oh. And that soup. I love Tonkai soup. It's like a coconut milk soup. I get it with shrimp.
1: It's good. Um. So... We have Malcolm in May coming up.
0: It start. Hey, that starts uh Saturday. Saturday with the Derby. <laughs> so in what is Malcolm in May? It is a you don't long, know. It's a month long. It's it's a it's it's where I take the month of May and celebrate barbecue. <laughs> oh,
1: that's a good way to put it. Yeah,
0: it's my so it's my month long celebration of barbecue. That's perfect. That's what Malcolm in May is. It's not about celebrating me. It's about me celebrating barbecue. Yeah. If you want to celebrate with me? It could be whatever your name is in May. <laughs> <laughs> you can do shell in May. It's
1: it did not have the same ring. Doesn't have the
0: same ring. Well, <laughs> well uh, that's what it is. Though. We're gonna. It's May is National Barbecue Month. It uh, is. We were doing Memphis in May, and I said, "Man, what if they don't have it?" I said, well, "Let's just say Malcolm in May, and we're gonna celebrate barbecue." So that's what we're gonna do, and we're gonna share a lot of the, you know, my favorite recipes that we've done. So we got some plans, Tyler. We're gonna start releasing some stuff, and soon as Saturday, bringing up yeah. bringing up some old ones, and have a recipe of the day, and. We're going to be dropping some new stuff. I recorded a, oh, I did a brisket burn-in video last week with the Fergalicious. That'll be dropping in May, probably. Mm -hmm. uh, Last week in May. I got one with Jay Durbin's. That's coming this week. World recipe's coming this week.
1: Did you see his pork belly taco recipe? I don't think so. Jay Durbin's Does it look good?
0: He just dropped it. Oh, no, i got to watch that then.
1: Making it mojo. The last one he
0: did was awesome. Did you see it?
1: What, the ribs
0: and waffles? Yeah, the ribs yeah. and waffles. Me and him and talked about that, ways to do that. use that sausage season. I said, you got to do a ribs and waffle. Everybody does chicken and waffles. And, man, he did. Did and he I, use
1: the sausage season? Yeah,
0: yeah. That was in the season and the ribs. So it was like a breakfast-style recipe. But then he also did, he had some leftover waffle batter. So he took one of those ribs that he cooked, dipped, put it on, you know, just took the bone and all, dipped it in the waffle batter, and then deep fried it. So it was like a... It was like a pronto rib. You know, if you can imagine what a
1: <laughs> did he try it pronto camera? pup
0: or corn dog looks yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think he did. He said that was that was the best thing. He said it was better than chicken and waffle. He said, man, I don't even know how I thought of doing that, but he just did. So I will be doing that too. Waffle, waffle deep fried You're going to see that. You're going to see that at, uh, at fairs and stuff yeah, this year, I bet. Yeah. Somebody's going to take that. And they're going to have a whole thing made out of that. If you yeah. thought the deep fried Oreo was good. Why do you fry a rib like that? I imagine the cost of.
1: Uh, it might not be real rib.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd probably get $10 for one rib. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Can you imagine that? So it was better. For, so if you had $15 in the rack of ribs.
1: I mean, I think you pay get, eight to 10 for a couple of those little Oreos.
0: Probably so. But man, one rib bone for deep fried like that. If you got eight to 10 bucks for it. And it was, it was good. I mean, you got, yeah, do you have a dipping sauce? hundred dollars in that rack of ribs. <laughs> do you? Profit, I mean, you know, you, you can make some money on that. Do you? You um, could.
1: Do you have a sauce? You could do sauce barbecue
0: sauce? sauce. You could do a mustard sauce. A mustard sauce would be really good. That would good, be good. Know. What
1: about a white barbecue sauce? Mm, mm.
0: I don't know how that'd be.
1: The vinegar? Who Pretty likes
0: mayonnaise vinegar. on their corn dogs? <laughs> you, do. <laughs> set, you set yourself up for that one. So, yeah, you probably would like blue plate on a, on a deep fried rib. <laughs> Oh, well, we
1: man. did a miniature taste test. I
0: found your thing. I found. I found. Your, <laughs> I found your next <laughs> snacker. I don't know what you want to call it on Facebook last night. I was scrolling through there, and about threw up. It was <laughs> what like, was I it? guess I think it was a blue plate post. Somehow, I guess we've been talking about them. Facebook listens to everything we do, so now they're always suggesting like blue plate and different mayonnaise people. <laughs> really? Like, yeah. yeah. So they put this post on there, and I should have shared it, but it was like two pieces. Of just loaf bread and had mayonnaise smeared all over it, and then they took banana slices and put all on it. I said, if you didn't go and mess up <laughs> too good things, I mean, I could get down, you know, mayonnaise on a ham sandwich, a turkey sandwich, something like that. It's made but you know, slice up bananas and make a ma- a banana mayonnaise sandwich. That's a, that's a thing. Though. Would you eat that? I don't There's think no I would, way. Though. I wouldn't eat that. There's no way that's a thing. Bananas and mayonnaise. Yes, banana <laughs> Is that, Is that what you would call it? <laughs> yeah, they could just go ahead and put that flavor in there, and you could just smear it on the bread. <laughs> Dude, you could go
1: ahead and mush up just your mix. bananas.
0: <laughs> see, <laughs> see, I grew up eating banana and peanut butter sandwiches. It's one of the finer things life. It was Elvis Presley's favorite sandwich. <laughs> yeah, but he and was- it's great bananas and peanut butter; they go together. I will argue that. Did you grill it like he does? Like uh, the, uh... my dad did sometimes. Most yeah. time, we would whip it up. Yeah, take a banana, put you a couple of tables or a tablespoon of. Uh, Peanut butter is usually Jeff or Skippy or something like that. You and Michael up, still make them. Put it on a sandwich. Banana, yeah. you know, banana peanut butter sandwich. Does never cross my mind <laughs> to put mayonnaise in there somewhere. Omit the peanut butter and add mayonnaise. <laughs> That's good a waste banana. of good mayonnaise. You screwed up two things. Yeah, you screwed up mayonnaise and you screwed up a banana and a sandwich <laughs> and a sandwich. You Messed it all up. There's no, I mean, that is just disgusting. It's disgusting. I, I will even it.
1: agree that that is disgusting. So
0: would you try it? That was no. Thing. I was gonna. I we like got some banana. bananas and some. I don't know if we're getting bread here, but we've got the banana and the mayo back there in the kitchen. I could just dip it. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't watch.
1: Just get just peel it a little I don't bit. Know
0: what's, I, I would eat a whole pig's foot before I'd ever think about eating. A banana <laughs> no, you
1: wouldn't. Sandwich.
0: And I tried that pig's foot we had. It was disgusting. Have we talked about the pig's foot?
1: I don't know if we talked no. on the podcast. Yeah. No. We didn't do it on camera.
0: It was We're a, going to. Yeah.
1: It was too chewy. It wasn't the flavor that got me. It was the texture.
0: Yeah. It was, it was not good. Rate. Oh, yeah, I think you ate like I got the around hide. the toe or something. <laughs> I actually got some of the meat and I didn't want to like. Was it? It was It was like pickled ham. Yeah. Rubber band. Yeah. Kind of calamari-ish. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It was real weird. It was real weird. It was like, it's not something I could see. Like, why would you buy these? I don't know. Yeah, I was like, "Who would
1: want to eat?" Who main, was pe- telling us that some people stick peppermint sticks down yeah, and, and, in and suck, suck the juice,
0: the juice out, out of them? Yeah, I was like, oh god, that's horrible. You right. think I'm gross? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Ooh, that's a would you rather? Would you rather eat a banana and mayonnaise sandwich or, or pickled, suck the juice out of a pickled pig foot? There. I'm going Pepper banana to banana mayo, mayo absolutely. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, banana, all mayonnaise. the way. Can you toast that at least? <laughs> <laughs> toast the banana, man, like, get that mayonnaise getting hot <laughs> <laughs> if you put it on the outside. No, so I could see that maybe. So, put the mayonnaise on the outside of the bread and then put the banana slices in the middle and then toast the outside. I don't
1: have anything to keep it all together.
0: Uh, you could sprinkle brown sugar with bananas, and Yeah. kind of
2: people make like banana or like mayonnaise like based cakes. So, I could see how that yeah, could work it's just out. An or put, old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, because what it, I mean, it's eggs and all, right? Yeah, it's all mayonnaise is a little salt and a little vinegar. It's about all the mayo is. Yeah, but so it breaks down. And I've had I've had a chocolate cake made with mayo, and it's pretty good. I mean, it, I mean, it has a you get a little bit of the I guess the acidic flavor from the vinegar,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and that's about it. You would never know it was mayonnaise other than that. Um, but I've heard of people make cake icing with mayo. Have you heard of that? Yeah, that's a oh, little, yeah.
1: That's a step too far.
0: I mean, I didn't say it was good. I did it.
1: <laughs> um, Cinco de Mayo is Wednesday. Oh, it's a Cinco great. de Mayo.
0: So, yeah.
1: uh, we're also calling that one Cinco de Malcolm. <laughs> Cinque, Cinco
2: de Gringo. I can do this all day. <laughs> <laughs> Just
1: come up with <laughs> anything, names.
2: <Yeah. laughs> day Malcolm or anything Malcolm. <laughs> anything Malcolm. <laughs> yeah,
0: no. Ooh, I was going to. Uh, I don't know what I'm gonna do for Cinco de Mayo. I'm probably gonna go. Oh, we're having a margarita contest mm-hmm. here at the office. Yes, we got a cool trophy. Yeah, we got a trophy. We're gonna cook some. Uh, I think I saw some skirt steak in there that I'm gonna thaw out. We're gonna do some chicken. Probably some marinated chicken thighs. I'm gonna do like do like a taco bar here at the here at the office. And we got some people coming in to judge our margarita contest. I'll probably do something on TikTok for it. I didn't do a, a YouTube video for. It. I was sick. Yeah. You were out, so I didn't get to we didn't get to record. I was going to do some uh, Gringo Wings. Yeah. Grande Gringo.
1: We still had that servings. on the list to do this week, at yeah. least Monday. And
0: then Tyler said people have been asking for a t- like a tacos al pastor. Yes. So I was going to try to do that, but the rain's got us. So I was going to film those today. I got, I went and got the stuff to do a few. I was going to do like a michelata. That's, I'm looking forward to that. I'm still going to do that. And then I was going to do a chorizo queso.
1: Um, what was the recipe? If I don't do those.
0: I'm still going to do them. Just it just won't be it won't be out before Cinco yeah. de Mayo.
1: When you say ta- tacos al pastor, how did, what is that?
0: So you basically make a marinade for pork. So you take like a I take a pork butt and cut it in slices. You want them, you know, not not like thick, thick like a pork steak, but not super paper thin. Yeah, kind of a little bit smaller than a pork steak. Are you going to slice
1: then, these yourself or yeah. put it on a slicer?
0: No, I'll just slice it up and you know. It, most of the time it says you need about two pounds. That's what most recipes call for. I was just going to take one debone it and just cut it up into chunks and then marinate it. And You just make a you make a marinade with like some pineapple juice and you take some guajillo peppers and boil them a little bit, get them softened up, and the dried peppers, and you just add a, add a bunch of stuff to the blender and blend all that with some of that hot water and some vinegar and kind of turn it into a marinade and then marinate that pork slices in it. And I was going to since like I don't Like a long
1: have, time overnight? Eh,
0: at least two or three hours, but overnight would be awesome. Once you get it all seasoned up, marinated, you uh, most of the time they skewer it. I'm like, well, it's, it's almost like a Mexican Euro, Yeah, how you see them do it. Yeah, they cook it on these vertical roasters. Well, I was gonna hang up my drum, so I was gonna take like, I've got one of these. It's like a vertical skewer. And I was gonna take bottom part of a pineapple. Uh Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna yeah. stick that through it, and that's gonna be my base. And I was just gonna start stacking that pork it with layers of pineapple, and then some onion, and then more port, just build it up and then hang it on there and kind of rotate it around on the drum for about an hour and a half, two hours till it's done. And you take it off and slice it on slice it up and uh make some tacos.
1: That sounds really good. Yeah. yeah. The to- the pineapple and the onion get sliced up, up in the meat. Yeah, in the cake. meat with it. Yeah. Yep.
0: Do you have you a just, top
1: that you put on it? You say you're gonna use pineapple bottom?
0: No, you don't have to. You don't have yeah. to. You just you could put a piece of you could finish off with a piece of pineapple or onion or whatever yeah. on top. But then you just you take it and stand it up and just slice it from the outside all, you know, into little strips and everything kind of gets mixed. And then you warm up some corn tortillas and serve it with um, your favorite kind of little taco sauce or whatever, salsa, and a little cilantro and white onion. It's mm. all. It's just very basic. Al pastor is kind of like uh, almost, I wouldn't say peasant food, but, you know, it's kind of like country country yeah. style. Um, Rustic. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Common man food.
0: Yeah. And most of the time it's yeah. done with pork, but I imagine they used goats and sheep because I'm sure it came from like Spain or
2: somewhere, you know, somewhere, somewhere over exotic. Here. Yeah. I just remembered that Mother's Day is coming up actually as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, the ninth. Mm.
1: We'll have yeah. another. That's
2: the day after load in. Mm hmm.
0: We'll have another podcast. And we're got talk a great about idea it. for Mother's Day. Yeah. Just
1: take- <laughs> no, tell everybody your great idea for Mother's Day.
0: You you go go, buy yourself a gift. Yeah, go buy yourself a new grill or all you know, steaks or all this good stuff. Get the kids, take them outside, leave mom alone, get her a glass of wine, make her a bubble bath, and just take the kids away and do some cooking. Enjoy being outside with the kids and teaching them some things and leaving mom alone. I think that sounds like a great Mother's Day gift.
1: (laughs) I just like how you framed it is.
0: Buy yourself a gift.
1: (laughs) First, buy yourself a gift. gift. This is how to make mama happy.
0: (laughs) The gift is being the time away from everything. Oh, I agree. And so you got to have something to occupy that time for you and the kids, you know? So I think, you know, that's a great idea.
1: Because, you know. I'm down. I mean. You take Michael and go.
0: And just go for the weekend. Just let you have. Oh, not the whole weekend. Oh, just a day?
1: Most of the time we don't celebrate Mother's Day. We're. Too busy loading in from every Yeah, I try to go.
0: I mean, your mom. Your mom comes in town sometimes for Mother's Day, but then we go try to go see my mom on Sunday.
1: You've told me before that I'm not your mom, so you don't get me. That's Mother's right. Day I, <laughs> my mom
0: is. You know, I still buy my mom Mother's Day gifts. She's my mom.
1: Yeah. Well, you should still buy I, her gifts.
0: Now, Michael, I can encourage him. <laughs> if you want me to go buy something, <laughs> and say here it's from him. I do I, now. Last year, I did take him somewhere and let him buy your gift.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. That was during quarantine.
0: Was it some, was that last year or the year before last? I don't remember. No,
1: last year it was like you got me um, stuff to do nails. That's right. A home manicure kit because
0: we were in the middle of quarantine. Yeah, yeah, it was like the nail dryer and (laughs) all that stuff. Yeah. Year before that, it was like some pottery or something. It's like a serving pottery serving platter, I think. I let him pick it out.
1: Oh, I love it. I think I have it sitting up for display. Um, So, what are your favorite Mexican style recipes? Uh, I got a list of all you
0: got all a lot of
1: topatillas, a lot of number one. Um, You did some brisket tacos one time that were
0: yes. really good. The little chipotle sauce that I made, the creamy sauce to go with those is what made them so good.
1: And you do pickled red onions Always. a lot of times with your. Oh, that, I add that to our taco bar list. Oh, yeah, Wednesday. we need to do those for sure. Yeah.
0: No, my favorite th- that I've um that Monterey chicken's so good. I put that on the list. It's not really a. Would you call that a Mexican style? It's kind of like a Santa
1: Fe. I don't know. It's more southwestern, southwestern, but
0: that's kind of the same thing. We're you? Or we can? Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) None of the Mexican food we're cooking is real
0: authentic. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I try. (laughs) I try my best,
0: but even the Mexican restaurant's my favorite here in town. They're um, it's Americanized Mexican. It's not like. uh, Now I will say this: La Siesta has the absolute best. There, there, uh, there's, there's like, um, some Mexican friends that I know they go there because they say that restaurant has it tastes more like what they're used to yeah. getting when they were at home, you know. Well, they make special sauces, yeah.
1: And the omelette sauce
0: yeah. and get the, you know, the tapatias and the all the other what's the what's the other one that I really like the uh, mojahete,
1: polo loco and shrimp.
0: Uh, what polo, is it? Uh, polo loco shrimp and uh,
1: or polo loco shrimp. Um. Yeah. You also have a recipe for a Mexi- Mexican-style street corn where you grill your corn. Time, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, And then you pull it back and apply, you know.
0: You get like the cot- cotija cheese, yep. and, and it's got like the, what is it, crema on the outside, or you can use mayonnaise, <laughs> I found out. You put it in like some chili, the, the tajin seasoning. Mm-hmm. Or, Something that's got a lot lime of lime juice. Yeah, yep yeah. Rub it down with lime juice and see it. Man, it's good.
1: It's very flavorful. I
0: like that. Off the, I like making that just layered in a bowl too. Yeah, you can buy the whole kernel corn and then warm it up in a skillet on the grill where you get some of that flavor on it, kind of charring it, and then take it and build it with all those flavors. Man, it's good.
1: Last year you did a Gringo carne asada. That
0: just means meat on the grill. <laughs>
1: that's all that is. And you did a grilled chicken carne taco. Yeah. Those are some of my favorites. The doing, way- that's the
0: same thing. So they're simple. To me, that kind of, what's
1: know, a how, What's your grilled chicken taco recipe?
0: Man, get some thighs, season, boneless, skinless thighs. You can marinate them if you want, or you can just season them up with your favorite Mexican-style seasoning, which is what I typically do. Throw them on a hot fire. Just keep moving them around until they're done, and then take them off while they're still juicy. When they hit about 170, let them carry over just a little bit. Slice them up thin. Squeeze some lime juice out of them. A little more seasoning. Get all that board juice and mix it back up. And then put fresh toppings out. That's where I mean, I love making a guac. I love having you know like a um, pickled red onion,
1: cilantro,
0: all the toppings that go with the you know that that stuff's good. I don't, I usually stay away from like lettuce, cheese,
1: yeah.
0: (laughs) But I do make a pico. You know, cut up some little Roma tomatoes and onions and jalapeno and cilantro. Uh, You know, get some fresh fresh avocado and. You know, chop that up or slice it to go on That's what that's what makes it that's what makes it to me, all the freshness, fresh ingredients. That's why I love Mexican food. I mean they take the same kind of meats and make thirty different dishes with it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you go to a Mexican restaurant, they're not dealing with their they got four proteins and, you know, the vegetables, but they just have different ways of preparing because it it's all the sauces or the the different ways they, you know, put it together. It's real simple, but man, the fresh flavors make it. So you can't just have, you know, seasoned ground beef and Yeah. Some flour tortilla shell with cheese and lettuce. That's not that's not hitting on nothing.
1: That's what Michael likes to- You Gotta
0: char that meat, get it, you know, seasoned and add some good sauces with it. Fresh ingredients. That's what makes it.
1: Um so we've got our plan for Cinco de Mayo. We're cooking up here. We're gonna have some chicken, some pork. I'm some cooking some a rip beef. contest
0: this weekend. Oh,
1: yeah, I forgot all about that. Forgot this.
0: all about that, didn't you? Four thousand dollars to the winner. Of a ri- it's a rib and hot wing con I guess it's it's rib rib and, rib and wings, tenth inning sports barn grill this Sunday. Is it first place takes all or is first place takes all four thousand dollars? Uh And it's gonna be so a great. So there's no turn. second uh, place. No, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, it's paying out. I think man, I like think second place pays out like seven fifty. Oh wow. And then, I mean five hundred for third. I mean it's, it's it's payout strong. There's gonna be some hitters there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All cooking. I mean, we're tuning up for Memphis and May, so yeah. if you're cooking ribs at Memphis and May, it's a great way to get a practice in. Mark Mark's putting a team in. He's uh, Jay Durbin, Tennessee Mojo's putting a team oh, in. I think he's putting a team in. I mean, it's Dukers is putting a team in. It's going to be some rib cooks there.
1: So that's Sunday.
0: Yep, it was like I think it was what was it two hundred fifty dollars in wings and ribs. I hadn't seen what wing payout is. I don't we're in it. the wing category too, at Memphis and May. So we're going. We're tuning up. Uh, we've already got our res- recipe lined out. We're just fine-tuning, working some flavors, seeing what hits, what resonates with the judges. So we're, you know, to the boot. If I win $4,000, I'm going to buy you something nice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <clears throat> you might actually get me a Mother's I, Day yeah,
0: gift. Yeah, I might get, get you a Mother's <laughs> Day gift. That's right. We can, if my horse could come in on Saturday and win $4,000 on Sunday cooking a real oh man, goodness. that's going to be a good weekend.
1: Make it happen, Mount. Make, Make it, it happen.
0: happen. I've got to. Um, Nothing to it but to do it.
1: <laughs> I never did talk to you about um, your McRib.
0: Oh, it was so good. You know. You know. <laughs> I know. I was there. Tyler missed it. I hate he missed it. Then Mark talked about it last week on podcast where you were out. Yeah. What did you think about it? Said, oh, you know it what excellent. I thought about it.
1: I thought it this. You did it here at the shop just testing it out, and I thought it was really good. But the one you cooked at the house I thought was even better.
0: It was. It was the,
1: so I had a couple questions about it. Go ahead.
0: Well, I think it was better because I cooked it on that outlaw. Oh, I got and I got it really good and tender and just it, bones jumped right out of it. So that's what was so good.
1: So that was my question. How do you cook a slab of ribs so tender that you just pull the bones out, no problem, but can still pick it up, wiggle it around almost, and it not fall apart? Um, you can get that perfect one bite. I mean, what how happened? Do you what happened on tenders? those?
0: I I, I slit it beside each rib, so I knew they would pop out, and I didn't cook it to where the bones were falling out. Yeah, those bones wouldn't have fell out if, if you I wouldn't
1: had have slid it. Okay, yeah, okay. I
0: mean, you probably could have. They would have. I could have took them out, but it would have tore it up more. So yes. they were still cooked. The consistency of it was what I call just a perfectly cooked baby back rib. I
1: agree. I didn't
0: overcook them to get it to do it. I just helped it to where that, those bones would come out with that slit.
1: That's my question. So
0: the it was still like still juicy. It was still, yes. but it was incredibly tender, and you could pick them up. But if I took it, say another thirty minutes in the wrap, they'd been falling apart.
1: They'd given you that bad mouth.
0: Food. Yeah, they'd start getting. It's almost like a a mushy kind of the meat separates in your mouth, It's mealy kind of. It's just overcooked. That's what it, that's what it does. So yeah. yeah, that's a fine line. But you're not cooking them till the bones like fall out. You're cooking them to where they're tender enough where you can take them out if you put that little slip beside them.
1: But still, it's pretty impressive to pull all the bones oh, yeah, out and do it. Pick up a whole slab, and still be
0: able to handle it, and yeah.
1: But then have it where it just bites a perfect oh, bite through.
0: I cook them where I just pop the bones out, pick the whole rib, <laughs> and then put them back in. I've cooked. Uh, that's you know, our Memphis and May ribs will be like that. You can take. How the do you bones. hit
1: that perfect? How do you hit that perfect texture?
0: Uh, cook a lot of slabs and get a lot of practice. I know. It's you just be, know. Yeah. If my temps run steady, that whole wrap and those ribs are where they're supposed to be, they're getting, you know, between, you know, in that 200, 210 degrees internal range. When I start feeling on the bones and I can start feeling them to spin, that means they're getting ready. You know, you can push them a little bit and tug them and they'll come out and leave a socket. And then you can push them right back and take <laughs> them out, pick it up and push them right back in. Still tear the rib and them not fall out. That's a perfectly cooked rib. And then where the meat flakes, it doesn't mush. It doesn't, you know. There's no fat in it. It's been rendered, but it kind of flakes apart. It's almost like some really good pulled pork on a bone. I mean, it's, it's a fine line to where that that baby back rib is just right.
1: It is. It's hard to hit that. You've got this. We got, got it a pretty out. small window, you know.
0: Yep. Ours are good. They're I have a taken
1: of. a video of you popping the bones
0: out and then mm-hmm. sliding them back They're in, putting them back in. <laughs> That's just showing off there. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: That's all that is. That's all that is a show.
1: As uh, so, so Someone said they couldn't get over the fact that you put an entire stick of butter on one rack of ribs.
0: Why well, can't you get over that?
1: The thing is, it's not like it's in the wrap.
0: Yeah. It's not who, like
1: you put it on the sandwich. Yeah.
0: Like it stayed in there. Yeah. I mean, it did cook in the, but I mean, I can't help it if people have an aversion to <laughs> how much butter they use. Oh, I'm all yeah, about
1: it. Yeah. Add, add extra. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what is two yeah. What does two sticks do? <laughs> I can't
0: believe it. I guess they don't eat cone feed anything. Huh? They don't want anything cooked the fat.
1: Someone said they knew it was going to be amazing when Malcolm called it a sandwich. Oh, uh, Everybody knows a sandwich is better than a sandwich. Yeah,
0: that's right. They eat ham sandwiches.
1: And then a couple of people asked, what happened to your privacy bushes?
0: Man, a neighbor cut them down. <laughs> Supposed to be building a fence.
1: Yeah. I'm not happy about it.
0: We're working on it. we're working on it. We might have to sell that house now <laughs> <laughs> we gotta well, build maybe. a new house Well, I mean, they were very jungleish
1: yeah but they hid so much
2: everybody always says they want to be your neighbor so yeah yeah
0: that's
2: right.
1: you don't want to be our neighbor. We're the rednecks in the neighborhood.
2: <laughs> rednecks like, they can cook really. <laughs> do, you like, do you like partying? Do you, do
0: you like drinking copious amounts of beer and liquor, partying with the pool with loud music, changing genres every 30 minutes. Do you like fishing? Do you like hunting? Do you like barbecue? Join our neighborhood. Does it bother you when coolers <laughs> sit <laughs> on the front porch yeah. for weeks <laughs> at a time? <laughs> do you have an aversion to firearms. <laughs>
1: Uh, so this weekend we have the Derby. Wednesday, eight, the Sunday you've got a rib cook. Yeah. a, co- a rib cook. And then we got load in for Mibison May. I yeah. mean, it's fixed Wednesday. To be bam, bam, oh, yeah, bam. We're doing
0: to I know we're gonna do a podcast before load in. Yes. We probably won't have one Memphis in May week. Probably not. Um
1: I'm really gonna talk the there. the week after.
0: We probably will have one the week after and then yep. we're going to Jamaica again. So, <laughs> you know, the May's gonna be done.
1: Yep, it is. It hadn't even started yet, and I'm already see the end of I it. I do too.
0: It <laughs> hadn't even started.
1: So, we got a rib cook Sunday, Wednesday, Cinco de Mayo. Next week, we're releasing our Jay Durbin World Champion rib recipe. That's right. Where Jay shows exactly he shows me
0: how he cooked the winning ribs. He says it's what he's running this year. He did. Now, he didn't use that bee's knees honey when he, the year he cooked Memphis in yeah. May, but he used it in this recipe. I mean, he's, it's pretty good stuff.
1: But then yeah, so we gotta load in next weekend. So all next week we'll be busy. Cinco de mayo in and packing the trailer.
0: That's right. Making margaritas. Tell her you gonna post some of this margarita stuff? It's gonna be contest. all over Instagram. It's gonna right? be all over Instagram.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> did you do the one where I did the crawfish uh with the beer on it? Did you look at that yet?
2: Yes. Is it, it will go live today? How long was that? Like a few seconds? Oh yeah, no, yeah. not much.
0: Is it yeah. going live on TikTok?
2: Yes, on yeah. TikTok. Uh, Maybe even the stories yeah.
1: yeah. If it's short enough, definitely put it on
0: stories.
2: You didn't see me do that. No, I didn't. A rubber banded I was working. A,
0: a live crawfish <laughs> in a can of beer. Popped the top, tried to drink it before he got me.
1: Did, it, did it he? Did he get
2: you? He didn't. He didn't. I must did. say, he didn't really try. Yeah, he didn't really try. <laughs> uh-huh. That one kind of gave up. The, yeah. we had gotten one of the feistier ones, they I would one. have wanted one of those feistier <laughs> you know, ones. There was <laughs> one
0: when we were. I was picking them up at like the end of a video. We we're closing one of out smokes out. <laughs> it's like crawfish hanging from my finger. I've got another one up, and it's rubber band like, right it's rubber band around my hand. I'm just going for it. Then had a couple of those
1: <laughs> giant <laughs> Miller Light. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, sixteen ounce bottle. <laughs>
1: We can't give Malcolm the sixteen ounce bottle. We <laughs> can only hands. have the twelves. Really, if we can get eights, an extra be four ounces—that's
0: what—that's <laughs> what gets you. An extra four ounces in one of those. You
1: want to drink it just as fast? Yeah,
0: that's right. And they got the bigger mouth on them, so it really flows. Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, I'm looking forward to Memphis this May this year. It'll be fun. Yep. But that's all I got.
0: That's all I got. We're gonna work on our rib recipe and our wing recipe, testing it at that contest this weekend.
1: Next week we'll let you know who won the rib contest.
0: That's right.
1: We'll let you know who won the derby. We'll let yeah. you know who won the margarita contest. I have a lot of info next week. <laughs> It'll be after Cinco de Maya.
0: All right. Well, hey, uh, Chill, where can they find us if they don't already know? If
1: you would like to connect with Malcolm, it's How to BBQ Right on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and of course YouTube. If you'd like to connect with me, it's Miss Southern Shell on Instagram.
0: All right. Well, Tyler, we gone.